Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. And it is 7.16, 16 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's Friday. We look forward to Friday for several reasons. Of course, the weekend. But possibly the biggest reason of all is Gene Valentino, Michael. Well, I mean, that might be your biggest reason. My biggest reason is it's Friday. Oh, you're and, back to Friday. And we got a long weekend. So you enjoy Gene. I'm going to sit back and relax. And I've got a cigar, Ted. I have not gotten, I have not gotten permission to smoke in the studio from the owner yet, but maybe I, she's I might, still asleep. Yeah, well, no, she's she's already gotten ready ready to go to work. But anyway, I have a in my hand a seven o eight cigar. It's a Connecticut, and it's a really good cigar. And my friend Gene Valentino gave me several of these. I don't know, not the last time I was there, maybe the time before when I was in Pensacola visiting him. Gene, that's a really good cigar. Do you have more of these? Yeah, I'll get you some more if you want. Those are great cigars. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, you know what I like about it? It's got kind of a sweet taste when you yeah. put it, you know, when you hang it out your jaw there. And and I like that little bit of a sweet taste whenever you, it, not, it's not like, like an acid or anything like that. It doesn't have like a, you know, like a sweet smoke. It's just a sweet taste when you put it in your mouth. Folks, that cigar looks great on radio, I tell you. <laughs> Let me ask you all it, real quick. Michael Pohl really looks pretty <laughs> dapper. That's all I can say. Gene, is that any better than the Habitamp I've got in my hand right now? <laughs> oh, is it really? Okay. Well, it, if there's any time of year we should kick up and reminisce and chuckle a bit, I guess now is it. This is the last show of 2023 before right. we enter our New Year's, guys. Yeah, and, and and we're looking forward to it. Now, Ted, you don't smoke cigars. No, I don't smoke so, cigars, but there's a little baby in diapers out in the hallway says, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Right. Well, you know, I, I, you told me some kind of crazy story. We'll talk about that later. But I smoked uh, some rum-cured crooks when I was in high school trying to be cool. Yeah, and that, didn't you get sick or something? I remember you telling sick me this Sick as a dog. I had an aunt <laughs> caught me and my little cousin smoking cigars. She made them finished. And by the time we were through with that, we looked like Martians and, you know, running around bumping heads there. So I haven't been much on smoking since. Well, I have a similar story with cigarettes. And so my uncle used to smoke those Picayune cigarettes. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Gene, did you ever see a Picayune? Gene, can you hear me? Oh, loud and clear. I thought you were asking Ted. No, No. I have never seen a Picayune, no. I think they still, I think they're still around. I'm not positive, but it was a, it had no filter on it. Oh, it was and rough. They were little short cigarettes. They were, you know, very short. And I remember, I remember stealing a pack of those out of my Uncle Joe's house. And me, me and a friend took them out to smoke them. You know, we were going to be cool and smoke them. And oh my goodness, I never got so sick in my life. I ne- I'll never forget that. But anyway, you know, we've taken up a lot of your valuable time. Gene, you only join us once a week, and I'd like for you to have the opportunity to go ahead and, you know, get started talking about what you want to talk about. Welcome. Oh, well, you guys, first of all, it's a time for a little gratitude. 
I'm a lucky guy to have had Michael Pohl and Ted Tibbet in my life this past year. They've been not only great friends, but real partners in helping me and inspiring me to good things, bigger things, greater things. Are you uh, trying to get a raise? Michael? Huh? <laughs> Are you trying to get a raise? Yeah, I, I would like 10% more than you paid me last week. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we might be able to arrange that. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a wonderful experience being a contributor on WMXI. And weekly is good for these 15 minutes because we get a chance to focus on some hot issues. But I'm leaving 2023 with a f- little bit of resilience and faith that our positive will and the spirit and faith in our Lord will be the strength we need to conquer evil, the evil we've seen in 2023. Christmas this year was, for me, about light conquering darkness. And I believe the remedy for 2024 is this innate, spontaneous spark of giving and generosity we all have. Uh, and as you have done at with the WMXI team to the Pine Belt, and you've always been very uh, giving and grateful to the community, and I commend you for that. And it shouldn't go unnoticed, and we need to take pause and remember those good things from time to time, because if we don't, we'll all go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's all I wanted to say on the humble pie stuff where it sits all that, I do believe in the human spirit overcoming evil. And I think I'm very concerned that right under our nose in the next day or two is the Times Square ball dropping in Times Square, the target of a potential terrorist attack. And what will will happen? I mean, I mean, I worry this, this is one of those years, Gene, where, the, the 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 worry level for all of us is is very high. We we worry about, but and and the reason why we worry is because we have had a president that has allowed many people to come into this country. We have no idea who they are. We have no clue what kind of diseases they're carrying. We have no idea what kind of political. What, what what what's the word? I mean, what kind of what kind of point they want to try to make coming into this country? And we also know that a lot of these people don't mind giving up their life to to ruin the lives of a lot of Americans. I mean, we saw that with nine eleven. I see and feel another one of those coming, and I, I don't know why, but I just feel it. I do too, Michael. I I'm concerned about you know we are a nation of diversity and immigrants and culture. After all, our democracy was formed from immigrants, and the fact of the matter is, is we've always been welcoming to other thoughts, other ideas, other ways of life. But here's sure. where we fall short. We fall short when we think that all of those diversities. Uh, can coincide with our governance and our innate beliefs. And we can't assume that anymore. There is a a jihadist group out there that is in its own dictates intending to take down America and the non-jihadists, the non-Muslims. We have to put our guard up now and realize 
there is not uh, a need that we be so welcoming to the world when some of that world coming in over that border of ours intends to kill us. Exactly. And and also, they don't they have no intention of assimilating, which is what the you know, Irish immigrants, the, the all of the immigrants, the Italian immigrants that came to this country, they assimilated to the American culture. They appreciated right. the freedoms that we have. We have a new culture of people coming in that don't want to assimilate. They don't want to learn our language. They want to speak a different language. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Your point is spot on. I had a phone call yesterday from a woman who uh, is in the Florida area, but she was she happened to be calling me from Seattle. And she said to me that she is Latino. She came out of Ecuador. And she said to her Latino relatives and friends, hey, what's wrong with you? When I came to America and I became a, an American citizen legally and I went through the process, and now that I'm an American... I'm speaking English. I'm speaking right. American. I'm talking. I'm I'm assimilating right. into these, into this American culture you're referring to. These p- folks snubbed her. This was her own blood and her own culture. Say, oh no, I'm not changing that. Hmm. Well, you know, we talk about constitutional amendments. Not only if you're going to become an American citizen, how about we go back to the rule? That English is the first language in That's this right. nation. English the is borders. the language of this country. And you learn they, it or you can't become a citizen. How about that? Yeah. My grandfather overheard a conversation. My fa- grandfather was an Italian immigrant. And my father was first generation American. And my f- grandfather overheard me talking to my father saying, Dad, I can't seem to find Italian in high school language classes. I can get German, I can get French, I can get Spanish, but where's the Italian? Right. And my grandfather piped up hearing that and said, don't you worry about the Italian language. I gave my life to get over here and leave the dictates of Mussolini, and I'm such a proud American, and he fought in World War I and took a bullet for for the cause and saved a few other American lives in the process. And as a result, he had a attitude like, I'm leaving that reckless, socialistic, communist mode of governance behind, and I'm coming to a free nation called America. And so my wish for everybody listening Dial it up in 2024 if your legal if your elected folks don't take arms if necessary because the Constitution allows you to and protect this nation from the onslaught of attack from people who have no other agenda but to take down our democracy, our constitutional republic. It's not only our right, we should be obligated to do it to defend this nation from ills that are coming over the line now because our our elected officials are not doing it. And more importantly, what about those people who formed this nation 250 years ago, thereabouts, and were told by the British rule that was trying to keep the British monarchy in the Americas, not the United States yet? What about those folks that had to listen to hostile British 
military folks that were here trying to seize control of America, they were told to string up every person believing in that and hang them from the highest tree in the front yard so that they would be a good example for everyone else to see, to set the rule in place. These were people, folks, that you and I do not know, did not know. Some of them we did. Andrew Jackson, Thomas Jefferson, Madison, and a dozen more I can name that were patriots. Some were signators on the Constitution and the uh, Declaration of Independence. Andrew Jackson These may were have been people a little later. That fighted for us. Andrew Jackson may have been a little later, but the other ones you mentioned for sure, you That's know, George true. Washington, the first president of our country, these were patriots that wanted to have a free country. And had they not been successful, make no mistake about it, history, which would have been written by the British at that time, would have called them traitors and, and they would have hung them up from the highest tree and they would all be dead. Meanwhile, an Obama advisor days ago announces on a public news, on a national news network, that the fate of our republic is hanging in balance because of the recklessness of the current administration. That's Joe Biden, who worked for Obama. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. And now, no. on top of that, Michael, we have Mayor Adams, the mayor of New York City. We have Mayor Brandon Johnson from Chicago, both boasting that we should promote our sanctuary cities, these blue cities and blue states, now overrun with illegal migrants begging for help from the feds, eating their words and wishing they never suggested that such an onslaught of outsiders infiltrate our, our cities and towns. It's now a, not a breach of our border. It's a breach of our nation. And in 2024, if you, I regret the elections take so long to get things done. You better lift your arms up and let's protect this nation. All right. Thank you, Gene. Happy New Year. And we'll see you again next week. Best to everybody. Happy New Year, Michael.